Good evening, children all over the world. This is yours truly, Femi the Storyteller, back with another story. This evening, the story is called The Hunter and the Hind. I repeat, The Hunter and the Hind. From the dancing palm tree and other Nigerian folktales. Retold by Barbara K. Walter. Woodcuts by Helen Siegel. I do not own the rights to this story. Let us begin. Far away and long ago, in a little village, there lived a young man who was gentle by birth, but a hunter by necessity. He was the handsomest man in the village, and he was known as a fine hunter because he had never come home from a hunt empty-handed. One day this young man went out into the forest to hunt. As was his custom, he climbed a certain tree to watch for prey worthy of his skill. But this day, though he watched long and patiently, no prey appeared. At sunset, as he was preparing to leave for home, he saw a hind coming toward him through the forest. Eagerly, he fitted an arrow to the string of his bow, ready to shoot. To his surprise, the hind paused near the tree and began to move, remove its skin. To his amazement, he forgot to shoot, but sat quietly watching the hind. Before his eyes, the hind became a beautiful woman. Carefully, she hid the hind skin beneath a stone near the tree and walked gracefully through the forest toward the next village. After she had disappeared, the hunter returned his arrow to his quiver and climbed down. Going to the stone where the woman had hidden the hind skin, he removed the skin and looked at it. It was much the same as any other hind skin. Nonetheless, he chose to put it into his game bag. Then he went home. But he said nothing at all to his wife about the matter. Early the next morning, he arose and returned to his place in the same tree in the forest determined to watch for the return of the beautiful woman as well as for suitable prey. 
The day passed without a sign of any animal except a large snake which slithered away before he could capture it. The sun was just touching the rim of the horizon when the beautiful woman came walking quietly through the forest. Silently, the hunter watched her as she went to the stone and lifted it up to recover her skin. She wept to find it gone and beat her breast and tore her hair in her grief. Not finding the skin where she had left it, she hurried from stone to bush to tree as if it must surely be found somewhere nearby. At last, the hunter spoke. What are you looking for? Without raising her eyes, the woman replied, I left something here yesterday, and I must find it before nightfall. What will you give me if I find it for you, he asks. But the woman gave no answer. She searched even more feverishly for the skin. Scratching her arms and bruising her hands in her search among the rocks and bushes. I think perhaps I could help you find the hind skin, said the hunter. At the mention of the skin, the woman looked up and saw the hunter seated in the tree. Ah, if you could get me the hind skin, I should give you anything you wish, she said gratefully. Then, said the hunter, I shall give you the skin if you will promise me to be my wife. The woman smiled. You know I cannot be your wife. Now please give me my skin, if you have found it. Well, the hunter replied, if you are not willing to give me what I, what I ask, then I shall keep the skin. At last, the woman agreed to become the hunter's wife. But, said she, not everything seen by the eye should be spoken by the mouth. You must promise to tell no human being what you have seen. The hunter promised never to reveal her secret. Then he came down from the tree. And the two went through the forest to his village. Since the woman had no wish now to become a hind again, she did not ask for the skin, and the hunter kept it in his game bag. On entering the village, they were met by many neighbors curious about the beautiful woman. 
In answer to their questions, the hunter replied only that he had met her in another town. But to his first wife, he told a fuller story. He had met the woman in a nearby town, and since she had no living relatives, the king of that town had insisted that he take her as his bride. When a king insists, what can one do but obey? Well, the first wife was distressed. After all, she had no wish for another woman in the household. And the new wife was very beautiful. But she accepted the woman without protest. Other men in the village had two wives, and she must make the best she could of the matter. But from time to time, the new wife behaved rather strangely. Sometimes she lapped her soup from the plate instead of using a spoon. Often she sat in a corner on the floor instead of joining the hunter and his senior wife at the table. Occasionally, she would eat no meals with them at all, but would, but would content herself with scraping the bits of food from the cauldrons after the others had gone to bed. The senior wife was very curious about these things. And, he, and she asked her husband again and again about the woman, but he refused to tell her anything beyond the tale he had told her that first evening. I have already told you all I can, he insisted. I love you. How can you expect much more than that? But the senior wife was not satisfied. And at last, in her distress, she told one of her friends about the strange behavior of this new woman. How can I learn more about her? She asks. I must know. Taking a special powder from her shell, the friend gave it to the senior wife. Prepare a good dinner for your husband tomorrow, said she. Serve him plenty of palm wine and to the third calabash of palm wine add this powder. It will loosen his tongue and he will tell you what you want to know. The next evening, the senior wife served her husband an especially good meal. And into the third calabash of palm wine, she slipped the powder. Then, since the new wife had gone some distance to the village well to draw fresh water, the senior wife approached the hunter. My beloved husband, 
she began. Can't you tell me more about this beautiful woman? I am interested. Lord, by the fine dinner and the drugged wine, the hunter told his wife the whole story. I have kept the skin hidden there on my attic shelf because I know not what will happen to me or to her if it is destroyed, he concluded. I look at it now and then, but I have not returned it to her. The wife listened to the tale, but said nothing. And at length, the hunter slept. The following morning after the hunter had left, the senior wife began to prepare a soup for the evening meal. As usual, she called the new wife to help her. But this time, the new wife accidentally added sugar instead of salt to the soup. The senior wife said crossly, Look, my good woman, no matter how long you have been with us, you scarcely behave as a human being. What do you mean? Asked the second wife, puzzled. If you are to live with human beings, you must behave as a human being. Your behavior is more like that of an animal. And if you cannot show respect for me, at least show some politeness. Angered, the new wife ran to the first wife and struck her across her face. Instead of returning the blow, the senior wife hurried to the attic shelf where her husband kept the hind skin. She flung the skin into the face of the new wife. There's your skin, she shouted. I shall be happy to have you gone from this house. Beside herself with rage, the new wife slipped into her hind skin. With her sharp, hard hoofs, she killed the senior wife. Then she left the hut and went off into the forest as a hind. She ran until she found the hunter, seated in the same tree where he had been when she first saw him. As the hunter was fitting an arrow to his bowstring, the hind spoke. Oh, my beloved, do not shoot at me. I trusted you, but you have betrayed my trust. Go home now to what is left to you. Remember, I loved you, but you have forfeited that love. And the hind ran off into the forest. The hunter was speechless with wonder. Putting his arrow into his quiver, he descended the tree and hurried towards his village. 
But the news had taken wing, and the villagers were gathered before his hut, silent and sad. Going inside, he found the body of his first wife, and the hind skin was gone from the shelf. His head bowed in grief. He went outside again to be told the story of the quarrel between the two women and its bitter ending. Well, he understood the feeling of the villagers. Once deceived, they would never believe him again. Life turned to ashes for him, and at length he died, lonely and uncared for. Thus it is, when one does evil to others, most of all, he injures himself. Children all over the world, I hope you enjoyed this story. Pretty interesting, I might say. Uh, let me know what you feel. Let me know what you think about this story. I'm looking forward to your your comments and feedback. Uh, once again, this is Family Storyteller signing off. Uh, I will be back. Love you all.